I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Hey there, hi there, ho there, my fun, funky, fresh listeners, viewers, I misspoke. Welcome to Spooky Time Presence, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, it's a great movie. And I'm your best pal, Kyle, and I would never eat your liver. I would go for the heart so I could gain your strength. Who's joining me today? It's me, the silence of the cams. <laughs> What's up? And what about you? you? Voice in my head. Oh, me. It's um, it's it's me, your boy, J-Dog. I'm going to rip your face off and wear it so I can evade arrest. Find <laughs> <laughs> a nickel for every time you cut my face off, my friend. Oh, I would be a little bit richer. <laughs> Oh, my face. So I can open your iPhone. Oh, that would work. But Hannibal Lecter was wearing a face mask before it was cool. So uh, (laughs) be like Anthony Hopkins and put the face mask on, everyone. Yes. If Hannibal Lecter can do it, so can you. That's a dark thought. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, wow. Take this, Mom. Take that, Dad. (laughs) Try to make me drink Chianti. (laughs) This Chianti wasn't properly decanted, which is the worst thing you can do to a yeah, Chianti. Uh, the nerve. And a child. <laughs> All right, so Silence of the Lambs, the 1991 horror thriller classic directed by Jonathan, you guys won't let me pronounce his name right, Damn, <laughs> starring Jodie Foster Danny. and Anthony H., along with Ted Levine as, the, as Buffalo Billy. Oh, what a great uh, movie. Fabulous. Couldn't couldn't get my my couldn't titillate my my downstairs anymore. Uh, within the first five minutes, I was just all over the screen, everywhere. Yes. Oh, no. Don't walk a black oh light God. into my home theater. Oh, oh, oh gross. Oh, I'm just. I can't watch this movie with another man, or unless we're both twin sistering. <laughs> uh, twin sistering. That is not a thing I had heard of, but as soon as you said, it, it's like oh. That's what he's referring to. Yeah, that makes sense. Twin sister <laughs> Oh, no. Her name is Jerrietta. <laughs> Jerrietta. Jarella. I feel like Jerrietta. <laughs> you spook easily, Starling? Not yet, sir. He's past the others. The last cell. I'll be watching. You'll do fine. A killer is on the loose. Keeps them alive for three days. Then he shoots them, skins them, and dumps them. A rookie FBI agent is on his trail. He's got real physical strength, cautious, precise, and he's never impulsive. He'll never stop. But in order to track him down, she'll have to match wits. I'll help you catch him, Clary. Believe me, you don't want Hannibal Lecter inside your head. With the darkest of all minds. Just do your job, but never forget what he is. Oh, he's a monster. Pure psychopath. So rare to capture one alive. So close to the way you're gonna catch him, do you realize that? Oh, Clarice, your problem is you need to get more fun out of life. You told me you don't spook easily. 
call this easy, sir? Lester's missing hand arm. Man's a raving maniac. Who knows what he'll do? All right, do you guys want to know what this movie's about? You want me to run through it at at top speed? Yes, because I have no idea. Punching all the plot idea. points in the eyes. I not a. Th- I'm n- my. I'm foggy. Where's my Lipitor? <laughs> Tell us. All right. <laughs> I clear my throat all the time. It's Bless something you. I just do. Everyone, silence your lambs, decant your Chianti, and zoom in with me as we explore the silence of the lambs. Young Clarice oh. Starling is a plucky young FBI tranny who's just been given the opportunity of a lifetime. A chance to interview the best mm. serial killer ever put to film, Hannibal the Cannibal Lecter. The, the FBI thinks he has some info on the hot, new serial killer, Buffalo Bill. Bill likes to skin women and put bugs in their mouths. So Real meaty. sick shit. Lecter and Clarice hit it off immediately. They're the best of friends. They're getting lunch this afternoon. <laughs> and after their first meeting, he even gives oh, her wow. a little puzzle to do. A little riddle. Well, the puzzle lets her get ahead of the other FBI agents. Uh, she finds a head. I got two more of those jokes coming, guys. Can't wait. Keep your, your fingers oh, ready God. to count them. Okay. While this is happening, we get to meet Bill. He's kidnapping another lady, a sexy senator's daughter. And we get to see his home. And it turns out he is batshit cray-cray, yo. I'm so hip. He's real into lotion and would like to know who would and would not fuck him. Real sick shit. But enough about Bill. He's weird. I want to talk about Clarice. She's pretty. She offers the new doctor, a new, uh, the good doctor, a new hospital to be imprisoned in. Uh, a nice window with a view and some new bird friends. He can be the bird man of Hannibal Lecter. That didn't come out right. Uh, what does Hannibal have to do to get all of these fabulous prizes? He just has to tell Clarice who Buffalo Bill is. Simple as that. He does not tell her because he likes to be trouble. But that's just part of his charm. That's scamp. But that's okay because oh, you can't keep him down. He's always goofing. Like when he has that one guy kill himself. Huh. Yeah. I laughed. Goofing. Old cummy McArm throw? Yeah. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Uh, <laughs> so Lecter doesn't get the prizes, but that's okay because they were all fake. The birds are made out of paper mache. Uh, Dr. Chilton, <gasps> who is Hannibal's current jailer, Uh, Makes him a real offer, and Hannibal accepts. Hooray! Hannibal has a feeling he won't be penned in for much longer. Uh, That's joke number two, guys. uh, Uh, He steals Dr. Chilton's pen. Uh, And after a tense conversation with a senator, Hannibal reveals who Buffalo Bill is. His name is Amanda. Amanda Hug and Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Clarice has her final conversation with Lecter, where she tells him Buffalo Bill is green with envy, and she tells him... That her uncle about her uncle's weird emu farm or something. I zoned out a little bit there, but that's fine. <laughs> After a tense face-off with the police, Hannibal escapes into the Whoa! night. That's number three, guys. That's all of them. I'm done. You're on fire. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, Clarice intuits. No, I mean really, you're on fire. Oh goddamn it! Last time I smoked in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Clarice intuits that Buffalo William is making a lady suit out of real ladies. Real sick shit. The FBI SWAT team is preparing to move in on a fake target while Clarice finds out finds the real killer. After an exciting confrontation in the dark, Clarice emerges victorious. The senator's daughter is saved. And Precious gets a new home. That stupid little yapping dog. 
Yes. Uh, all is right with the world, and the movie ends with Hannibal throwing handfuls of spice, Dr. Chilton, in South America. Wow. The end. I'm having an old friend. Having an old friend. The world is far too interesting I'm... with you in it. I'm not going to kill you, Clarice. And I'm, no, I'm going to spread his ass cheeks and stick my tongue down his anus. Uh, oh, That's no. where all the flavor is, Clarice. Did you know that? <laughs> I, I'm going to mine for corn. I heard he's had a lote recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, Yuck. Beautiful. Great film. <laughs> Great film. Wonderful yeah. film. Kimmy, what do you think? Fabulous. Elaborate, Kimmy. What do you think about this movie? Uh, I love this movie. Who doesn't love this movie? My mom. But I digress. Uh, no, it's, oh, man. this movie is fantastic. It's empowering. It, Clarice Starling is... She's Ellen Ripley tier cool girl in film. Feminist icon in film. Yeah, definitely. She's up there. Fantastic. The Fabulous. acting is great. This movie is horrifying. As a plus size woman, I find it jarring terrifying no uh, more lifting couches for you cammy it's no, all a trap i will never help a man lift anything into any car ever again even if it's my boyfriend right. and we're moving yeah. i don't care <laughs> sorry honey i haven't known you no, long Taylor. enough no will not <laughs> no absolutely not jared what do you think of the movie Oh, I loved it. It was, it was like Cammy said, you know, it was chilling and thrilling and my drink I was spilling because <laughs> I was shaking so hard oh, when wow. I was watching it because I was so scared. Like, kill her. I was like, there's got to be something with a G. Nope. Um, uh, it was great. The, I thought the effects were super cool. Um, with with the exception of uh, of a couple things, it it seemed like totally ground in reality, and the story is just like beautifully adapted from the uh, from the source material. Ah, uh, yeah, it's just uh, that that French bastard Jonathan uh, Demi uh, knocks it out of the park. Oh yeah, Frenchy, he did good. If he were here right now, I'd give him a pat on the head. Pat pat. I think he's dead actually, but oh, you know. No. I can bring like him back. Jonathan dead me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Well, Jonathan, no. damn. Jonathan dead me. Oh, so tell. sad. Oh, my gosh. And Kyle, I, I, I feel like you're on the same train as Cam and I, but just for the for the record, what? how did you feel? I hated it. It wasn't long enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> little misdirection oh. for you. I'm like a magician with words. Oh, you oh. tricked me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, no, but I love this movie. The Anthony Hopkins' Hannibal Lecter is one of my favorite characters in all of movie dumb yes i love it i love clarice every time i see jodie foster in another role i'm like oh you're not doing the the uh, clarice thing huh well that's fine <laughs> i guess uh bummer but it's everything yeah. they, they try and do in this movie works i would i'm always pulled in as soon as i start watching it like i can't even think about it like academically or like to critique it because like no i was actually just watching it i was just enjoying it i have to go back and try it again it's just so good well this is to this is totally one of those movies where it's like you see it on TV and you're like, I'll watch five minutes. I'll watch 20 minutes. And then before you know it, it's like credits are rolling. Like, oh, shit. My <laughs> kid's like waiting for me to pick him up in the rain. Pick up Bart. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it, it, it just it hooks you. It hooks you right from the dick or the clitoris. And it just uh, it doesn't stop tugging on it until it until it's raw and bloody. So uh, just like Migs. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. 
Definitely the best Hannibal movie. They they never get better than this. Uh, Red Dragon's pretty good, but it's it's definitely this is the the Red Dragon is like watered down Silence of the Lambs. It's it's them trying to hit all the old beats from Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal Lecter's not in Red Dragon as much in the book as he is in the movie. Mm-hmm. They just kind of force him into the movie just because we love him. It's better than uh, it's better than Hannibal though. I straight up will. I'll tell you that now. I mean, I haven't seen Hannibal all the way through, but I know like Ray Liotta's in it, and uh, oh yeah. So this sounds like it's it sounds like a movie I would love because it's got my my favorite Italian gangster. But uh, <laughs> uh, Hannibal yeah, Hannibal was I such did, a letdown for me. It's that's what I heard. Yeah, a lot of people were weren't very happy with it at the time and just you know i understand i get it a tv show is better than the TV that's why I've, I've heard oh uh, i've tried to watch it i couldn't get into it it's you expect it to be episodic but it's it's a story per season kind of thing like they they don't just catch the killer at the end of every episode uh so it's yeah it's different i like uh what's the actor's name is it mads mickelson who plays hannibal yes yes yeah i mm-hmm. like him as hannibal he really keeps up with anthony hopkins but um, overall, it's it's not great, but it's better than the movie. Hmm. Isn't Gillian Anderson on that show? Yes, she is Lecter's psychologist. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Hey. Tell me, Scully, have the aliens stopped screaming? <laughs> is the truth out there? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh, it's the feds. Get it back to Sea World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cammy, oh. tell me about this movie. Oh, Tell what? me things that my mind can't even begin to handle. Oh, boy. What do you want to know about first? Uh, um, what kind of... Were they patent leather shoes that they wore in this movie, or were they or were they cowhide? They were. Yes. The answer is yes oh. to that question. Do they get water from a local well, or Wait, was it which one? <laughs> well. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? All right. So, um... Anthony Hopkins is brilliant in this movie. That is a fun fact that I didn't need to tell you because you already knew. Yes. Uh, he... He's not brilliant. He's Hannibal. <laughs> Ted Levine plays Fuck brilliant. You. I'm hanging oh, up. Oh, man. Um... I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So apparently um, Anthony Hopkins got some inspiration from one of his friends from London. <laughs> for the character of Hannibal <laughs> because this guy this friend Uh-oh. of his that he knew um, he never blinked and everybody found that really unnerving um, <laughs> which would totally be <laughs> super fucking unnerving I don't know I've, I don't know if I'd be able to be friends with somebody who who just stared at you who just stares would it... now Charlie why don't you blink at all Nah, if I blink, me mum's gonna throw away me goodies, all me toys. Like, oh, that's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> when I close my eyes, the darkness gets me, and I can't let that happen again. No. That was like Dum Dum Tuttle's adjacent. You went, you went there. Wow. <sighs> He's got to get his own TV show. Patreon guys, we can get Dum Dum Tuttles on on NBC. They're desperate; they'll take anything. It's the Dum Dum Tuttles hour. No. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want that. Um. Okay. No, I, I don't think anyone one. does. <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, based his voice for Hannibal Lecter on a combination of Truman Capote and Catherine Hepburn, which makes Catherine Capote. Catherine Capote. 
True Burn. <laughs> I wrote To Kill a Mockingbird in pants. <laughs> because women can do it too. Have the lambs stopped screaming? I'm going to go play golf. Tee off at nine. 18 holes. I'll be my own caddy. She has 18 holes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope so. Yes. Fun fact about Catherine Hepburn. Sweet. Um, she was shot as a child. She has 18 holes in her. I've got 16 vaginas and four penises. <laughs> you do the math. You guess where I'm hiding them? <laughs> now you know why I wear pants. <laughs> oh, whoa. She had knee oh, We have fun here. Little, little schlongs coming out of her knees. Of all the penises. <laughs> penises so make everything penises. better. Just look at the army. Um, Anthony Hopkins. I can't oh. stop kissing Howard Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah. I'm sorry. Mwah. Mwah. All right. Uh, with 20 more... Rewind. With 24 <laughs> minutes and 52 <laughs> seconds of screen time, Anthony Hopkins' performance in this movie is the second shortest ever to win the Academy Award for Best Actor. He's in second place <gasps> uh, behind David Niven in Separate Tables from 1958, who beats him by approximately one minute at 23 minutes. And 39 seconds. 39. Wow. All right. <laughs> nice. Excuse me. I need a separate table. Coming this fall to the theaters. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So it turns out Ted, Ted Levine uh, grew up in the area where the, one of the areas that they, they filmed this movie in, the house that they used as Buffalo Bill's house is right next door to the house where his high school girlfriend lived. Creepy. Oh, super creepy. I don't want to see Ted Levine tucking and dancing in my front yard. I believe that was if in Pittsburgh, dated. if I'm not mistaken. Hey, Susie, I'm back, and I want my big movie star. Don't you think that's cool? <laughs> want some lotion? Oh, no. Put it on your skin. <laughs> Leave your husband who works at the tire yard and come back to Hollywood with me and my lotion dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, my. Here's a fun fact. It stings my coochie. Here's a fun fact that's not really, it doesn't really have anything to do with the film this one time. Uh-oh. Taylor, my boyfriend, who you know from our It episodes, um, he had a um, he ha- he had to get his nose fixed, and when his doctor was looking at it, he also looked at his tonsils, and he was like, "Hey, those are the size of toddler fists. We should take those out when we do your nose." <laughs> and Taylor was like, "All right." So Taylor got uh, his nose fixed, and he got his tonsils out on the same day. Um, so when he could talk, when he could finally talk after like you know a couple days, for about a uh-huh. week, he sounded exactly like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> it was that's a that's a relationship ender in my book <laughs> it was horrific it was i was close i didn't see him very often while he was in the recovery process i think because he didn't want me oh, to but it's a smart move on his part like this don't look at me like yeah help me can you help me move a couch <laughs> oh or just boy. get all the way back there so oh, let's yeah. talk about um, the second best Monk. character in this movie. Monk, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> we're it's gonna, a jungle out there. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Tony the uh, the Death's Head moths. Oh, those guys. Yeah. So they were yes. uh, tobacco hornworm moths that they used in the in the movie. They were treated 
like royalty because they had to be because they they were only allowed to have the humane sex with society each other. the ASPC the, you need you need to be nice to animals on set no matter how small and insignificant so they flew them in first class they uh, had a special carrier they had special living quarters for them because they need a certain amount of heat and a certain amount of humidity to live and they also made them tiny little costumes <laughs> they made them tiny little costumes with the little skulls on the back of them and i just think that is the cutest thing i've ever heard in my life where's dustin moffin's sweater <laughs> dustin moffin i imagine like it's like some bellhop is like bringing all their shit up to the room and then it's just like just let me know if you need anything and then like 2 hours later goes up to like uh, like bring them their room service and like the whole f- they have like the entire floor to themselves and they just fucking trash it. <laughs> just like oh, like motley oh my. crew. The- <laughs> motley These crew. moths like to party. Oh my god, motley crew. Ma- uh, I'd watch. I'd listen moth. to that. Thank- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I had a pet moth for about a day and it died while I was away. So oh no, How very sad. sad. I miss him every day. His name was Mothamer. Mothamer. <laughs> oh, Mothamer. Come, come. Oh, Mothamer. It's time to go to the park. Um, oh, yeah. It's pretty Rip. It's pretty well known, but this movie won the big five Academy Awards uh, at the 90th Oscars. 90th? Um, the 90th Oscar, the 90th Academy Awards okay. ceremony, not 1990, because miss, this came out yeah. the following year. I misheard that. Kyle. Yeah. Um, I don't know how awards work. I've never gotten one. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, oh. neither have I. Um, okay. So, of course, that is Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Picture, and Best Screenplay. In this case, it was Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, both Screenplay Awards are considered part of the Big Five. Because you can't win both. You have to win one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the only... There have only been two other movies that have done that besides this movie. It was It Happened One Night in 1934. And One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, of course, from 1975. Of course. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. So go The Silence of the Lambs. This is one of the very few horror movies that has won an Oscar. And this one won five. At least five. Yeah, pro- I, I don't would... know if it won more than that. Maybe it, it did. Maybe in some of the smaller known categories, it probably got a couple more. But <laughs> maybe I should have looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We've had so much time. <laughs> Every oh, opportunity, and Cammy Lord. just spends it playing with her nails. I'm s- well, no. Don't beat yourself up. They look terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, George Romero makes a cameo in this movie. Um, he's the bearded man who accompanies Doctor Frederick Chilton and the two guards. Uh, who removed Clarice after her final meeting with Dr. Lecter. Now that I think back, there was a rather tall man in that group who stood out just because he's a foot taller than everyone else. Mm. George is tall, right? No. He's not? George Romero? Am I, who am I thinking of? I'm going to have to watch that Slender scene Slenderman, again. you're thinking of Slenderman. Again, why do you always confuse the two of them? That's weird. First off, yes. No, nah, I don't know. I'm cursed. <laughs> I think he's going to get me, and that's why I'm recording with Cammy now, so that he gets her first, oh, and I can no. find myself another sweet, sweet moment of life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'm the only thing that matters to me. <laughs> good point, Cammy. What? Another good point. You know the website Anchor. 
fantastic website for podcasters. It makes it easy to upload all your episodes. They give out sponsorships to just about anybody, so if you're just starting out, it's a great place to go. Even us? Especially us. Now back to the movie. What does that have to do with my recipe for beef stroganoff? I think we should go into what we've liked about the film, the, our yeah, favorite scenes. What that sounds a like a plan. Favorite us? scenes? Tell you what, I'll go first with this one. Okay. Uh, Love it. I know, Jarrett, you said that you liked all the realism and how nothing was ever over the top or exaggerated. I'm going to point out the one scene where things are a little bit over the top and exaggerated, but it's still a great scene. Okay, okay. It's the uh, the Hannibal prison break where he, again, it's all very clever and neat where how he, how he had the pen as a lockpick he overpowered the guards he disguised himself and escaped and that was all really cool and smart but also uh-huh i don't think he had the time to cut off a guy's face hang him from a cell lie down dispose of another body and then that just seemed a little bit one like one small step outside of believable um it was cool but it was eh, just that little bit too too much like but there were probably so other cool. ways to escape Was a mount, it was a fountain pen, so, so I mean, those are sharp. <laughs> it wasn't an astronaut pen, could he not write upside down? <laughs> I'm going to space, Clarice. <laughs> I'll write you every six to eight months. <laughs> um, yeah, I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, it, it's a but I mean, at the same time, it's like, but this mo- I feel like up to that point, though, it everything is so solid and so, like, I like for lack of a better term, realistic. But um, I, I and I think that like I, in the writing or in the uh, ultimately the shooting of this movie, because I have no idea if this was like shot chronologically or how they did it. But um, in the editing, in the film itself up to that point, from minute second one to that time, uh, it, I feel like this movie can get away with it, though, because yeah. everything yeah, like I can suspend my disbelief enough in in this like uh, like fifteen minute scenario that it's like oh okay yeah the Hannibal he's he's a that's what he does he's a genius and he uh and he and he and he likes uh, see through walls so uh, yeah. how does he shit in his cell there was a toilet. that's a that's a, that's a whole other podcast but um but yeah no, I I totally see where you're coming from with that it's uh it's it. It's one of those things that remind us we're watching a movie and it's not fair because I wish I could just get away from my horrible, horrible, horrible life. And go into this movie? (laughs) Yes. I want to abandon my life and start cutting the faces off of cops. (laughs) You got Tom Petty playing on the radio. You got precious little dogs. You got... uh, uh, You got cool bugs you import from Asia. (laughs) This movie has everything. I would be Hannibal Lecter before his incarceration. Moths. He likes to eat people. Skin angels. Female FBI agent. 
really good <laughs> female FBI agents. Yes, fantastic ones. Yeah. I just imagine Hannibal like. I imagine like a montage of him like doing everything very very quickly in order to like get his art up just like a montage to like benny hill or like walking on sunshine (laughs) him just like having fun with it and being just like running around maybe slipping in some blood accidentally dancing a little bit as he's like the breakfast club like Like, whoa like it's ferris bueller yes yes exactly the very end Anthony Hopkins seems pretty down to do stuff. Maybe we can get him to do that for us. <laughs> I want to see the final scene whenever Ferris is running home. But Anthony Hopkins, yes. he like turns around. He sees a couple girls, like turns around. He's like, hello. Mm, how are you? Hannibal hello. Lecter. Stacey, Stay in my it? house later. <laughs> I want to see the final scene from Ferris Bueller. But like halfway through his run back, you see Hannibal Lecter like start chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> run him down and just do that hissing attack and then cut his cut his head off oh my god oh that would be hey ferris come twist. back here i'd fuck me oh, i'd fuck no. me hard like, ah! no ferris run you shouldn't have taken today off Sa- then the, yeah. save ferris, save ferris. <laughs> we have the same brain Camby, what was your favorite scene of this film oh my favorite my okay favorite i don't know the most unnerving scene in this movie, the whenever Buffalo Bill um, captures what's her name? Is her name Catherine? Yes, um, Senator's daughter. By getting her to get being vulnerable, being like, "Ah, oh, I need help. I'm too weak. Mom's broken, um, and I'm coughing. And look at me fall in the mud. Uh, I would never tuck my penis. I was born with this cast on my arm." <laughs> My bones are made of glass. I was <laughs> born with glass bones and paper skin. Every morning I break my legs, ah. and every night I break my arms. Uh, <laughs> that, so and then, uh, so that's terrifying. We're good. Fidgy! Um, the other scene that I find oh. extremely, just extreme, is uh, when we are getting glimpses of the inside of Buffalo Bill's abode. And... When he's telling her to put the lotion in the basket and she's calling out for her mom. She's super scared. Um, Pleading very realistically. Terrifying. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. (gasps) Mr. My family will pay cash. Whatever ransom you're asking for, they'll pay it. (gasps) It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Yes, you will, precious. You will get the hose. Okay. 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 Mr. If you let me go, I won't. I won't press charges, I promise. See, my mom is a real important woman. I, I guess you already know that. Now it places the lotion in the basket. Please. Please. Oh, I go home, please. It places the lotion in the basket. I want to see my mommy. Please, no. I want to see my mommy. Okay. I want to see my mommy. What's the fucking lotion in the basket? When I saw this movie for the first time, I was sitting with two people who were laughing at that scene. I'm surrounded by sociopaths. 
I swear to God. Uh, no, it is. It's frightening. Definitely, it's one thing this movie does super well, and this is a perfect example of it. Is it shows serial killers not as like cool, slick, like Dexter types, where it's like yeah. I'm not crazy, I just kill people. It shows the reality of serial killers, where they are deranged, messed up, barely functioning humans who mm-hmm. have this compulsion to kill for some psychotic reason. Yes, and it just it, he's living. It's usually because of their moms. He's screaming at this lady in weird voices. Uh Uh-huh. And just, he is crazy and not in any way, you know, cool and like, I want to be like you, Buffalo Bill. He's, yeah, he's not like an anti-hero. He's not, he's not even like a fun to watch bad guy. Buffalo Bill is- He dances fun. (laughs) Shut up, Jared. (laughs) He he does work those hips, man. That's- how dare you? Uh, no, he he's straight up just scary. Yeah. Terrifying. And even mm-hmm. Hannibal Lecter, who could be the anti-hero or like the, the cool serial killer, mm-hmm. when he does his killings, you can still see like he has that, you know, mask of cool, smart, fun. But underneath it, no, he is just as vicious and as crazy as Buffalo Bill. He is a serial killer. And when yeah. You, you see it when he's killing the cops. It's like, oh, that is just, he is brutal and he just uh-huh. destroys those people. Jared, what's the scene you love? Oh, a scene that I love. Well, uh, I'm right there with Cammy for one of my favorite scenes being like kind of kind of just like exploring uh, Lecter's or not Lecter, uh, exploring like Buffalo Bill's like surroundings and stuff mm-hmm. where it's like straight up. You're like going through the basement and when you eventually get to the well and you just see like how fu- like he's living in this like hoarding house that like kind of doesn't make sense because it's like. He's got like a swastika flag and then he's mm-hmm. got like all these like uh, he's like such like a self-hating person. It's not even funny because it's like, oh, if you're like into being like a white supremacist and but you're like, clearly you want to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 very complicated. But so is the human psyche. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's totally up there for me. I think my in that same vein, I think my one of my favorite scenes is uh, eventually when Clarice gets to because there's a whole there's a whole uh, uh, toss up about whether or not they're going to the right place. The FBI thinks they're going to the right house. Mm-hmm. Uh, there the viewer. The viewer thinks they're going to to find Buffalo Bill. And then he thinks that you think that uh, Clarice is going to get Buffalo Bill, too. And of course, they're going to uh, meet in the middle. But mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. Cops go to the wrong place. Clarice goes to the right place. And then it's just kind of like her having this weird conversation with uh, Buffalo Bill as like he lives in this like dump of a house, like this hoarder house. Yeah. There's shit everywhere. It's clear that he like killed the people that like live there, it seems. Yeah. And he's just mm-hmm. kind of like living there now. But uh, it's it, and then just all of a sudden uh, you just kind of see the wheel starting to spin with Clarice uh, and that she's like, oh, I know this is you're the it's you. You're the guy. Dee Like, OK. Are you close to catching somebody, you think? Yes, we may be. Did you? Take over this place after Mrs. Littman died, is that right? Yeah, I bought this house uh, two years ago. Did she leave any records, any business records, tax forms, list of employees? Well, nothing like that at all. 
Hey, has the FBI learned something? The police around here don't seem to have the first clue. I mean, you, you got like a description, fingerprints, anything like that? Good, Mr. Gordon. May I use your phone, please? Sure, you can use my phone. And then just kind of the way he like drops all those business cards and then just kind of runs away like like he's a little boy like <laughs> causing trouble or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I it's creepy and it's super uh it's just super unsettling, but that's that's a dope ass one. IMO. Oh definitely. In fact, keeping it going from there when Clarice is like hunting him in the basement and he turns out the lights, and then we get his POV with the night vision goggles. Yeah. I, I love that. Just the way he seems so into himself. Like, oh, I have, I have all the power here. Look at this scared, helpless girl. Yeah. Like, I, I'm almost touching her, and she doesn't even know. Like, I'm so much stronger than she is. And just, you can oh. feel his thought process so perfectly there. And then. I didn't know those were night vision goggles. I thought he was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Robo Bill. I am, I am kill, kill bot <laughs> Buffalo edition. <laughs> I thought John Connor was a woman. <laughs> John is a girl's name in the future. I loved him. Uh, you know who else can relate to being a murderous uh, Robotron? My dad. Oh. No one else. No one that's related to this show. Who? Uh, I do. I know you told me never to talk about your uh, your personal life on the show oh. ever again, Kyle. And, oh. I, and I won't. Uh, I see what you're doing. I won't break that promise. Thank you for respecting that promise. Cammy's still You're confused. Forward. I'll mouth it to her as soon as I'm done talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we're moving on. Close the door. Close the door. Uh, Cammy, you ever the scene that you really liked? Do I have another scene or that I really liked? Yeah, or maybe yeah, one that you didn't like, one that you felt wasn't quite up to par. One that I did. One that like. made you wanted to kick Jonathan Demi and his French little dick. I don't know. I don't think that there's there's a part of this movie where I'm like, oh, this is slow, or oh, I don't like this. This movie is gripping. I would say the only times I was, you know, looking at my watch, like, hurry it up, was some of the extended policing, like Clarice did, like, when she's looking for the, looking in the storage area for the head. Uh-huh. That, just, like, maybe a couple minutes too long kind of thing, or when okay. she's at the funeral home, before, like, before they find anything on the body and they're just taking yeah. pictures. That, again, just maybe a minute or two too long. Parts of those, like weren't exciting but they were like necessary to build like tension and atmosphere and whatnot but that yeah. i just maybe not was wasn't a huge fan of yeah yeah that scene that scene i thought went a little long it kind of it, it just kind of serves it it should serve its purpose straight up it should have been like a th- like two minutes shorter like yeah. she finds what she's looking for and then you can tell someone's there and then had and then like oh okay yeah that would have been it's 
this movie is so perfect it's, it feels like almost nitpicky to be like oh like if you could just take these 60 seconds out it would yeah. be perfect mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. even with these small errors it's still one of the best movies ever i love yeah. this the burns cut <laughs> people walk out of the theater like i didn't notice a difference did you no no <laughs> what, what happened <laughs> felt a little too fast paced for me yeah. <laughs> we could have just had 30 God more seconds in the storage area it would have been perfect did the safety brothers direct this Jesus oh god Oof. i still get like heart palpitations when somebody mentions uncut gems i was say was that uncut gems i'm trying to get my dad to watch that and he's like i don't know adam sandler uh i, I mean it's the best oh he'll be so pleasantly surprised you tell him you tell him his old uncle jared tells him i've been talking it up he's like oh i mean it's adam Sandler, so he's gonna be goofy and like you know bad right it's like no no he's perfectly serious and then in my mind i flashed to the line where he just looks at the camera and says holy shit i'm gonna come <laughs> papa's gonna, gonna turn it off there oh no he says that a couple times in the movie I think, so. <laughs> uh, um yeah but I'm, I'm gonna get him to watch good it. time if yeah you should have you should ease him in with good time have him watch good time first because that i honestly think that's more heart thumping than uh uh, uncut gems, but that's just me personally. Hmm. I've never seen good time. Even more? I think so. Oh my you watch God. those two back to back, you you will die. You, you will, will die. die. <laughs> you will be dead. Your family uh, you will, will be, be able dead. to You'll... summon up a lawsuit against the Safi brothers for. And then Robert Pattinson and Adam Sandler will come to my funeral. Wow. And then you pop out of the casket. I wasn't really dead. Hi, guys. And then it's perfect. <laughs> And then M. Sandler would be like, oh, my God, he's not really dead. Why am I? Aw. Why am I dressed like little Nicky? (laughs) I love your little Nicky. Oh, thank you. I love him, too. Jasmine Jasmine likes it, too. Oh, that's good. I'm never going to watch little Nicky. (laughs) No? No. It's cute. It's funny. Shame on you. It's on HBO Max. Oh, as if that's a mark for quality. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, Jared. So is the Big Bang Theory. Ooh, Don't joke about Bazinga. that. Bazinga. I'm sorry. Uh, Jared, did you have any more scenes you were interested in looking into? Looking at? No, I loved it. I, I loved, like I said, I think probably my biggest gripe with this movie is the uh, is that they didn't make Red Dragon with the same cast before it. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know. That's it. It's I. I'd say this is like a near perfect movie. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Tell you what I, I want to talk about next. Um, every time Clarice Starling meets a new man, he either hits on her or he's looking at her ass when he thinks she's not looking. And it. This is the first time I noticed that it happened every time. But literally every time she's she's with a man, they're they're into her, mm-hmm. and it's just. Uh, poor Clarice. She's doing such a good job, and yet people can't look past her looks. Yep. That's uh. just a metaphor for real life. Oh, definitely. I feel like especially if you're a woman in a, like, pretty heavily male-dominated career, yeah. uh, people are less likely to take you seriously. Men are less likely to take you seriously. I wouldn't know about that. Um... I don't work with men very often. <laughs> the men that I work with are 20 months and six years old, respectively. Oh. So um, they're tiny little babies. And huh. 
I, yeah. It happens. Yeah. All the fucking time. But no, like that's that's a good point because it totally comes it 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 kind of throughout the movie it kind of shows like like right in the very beginning when they go and do the autopsy and how Clarice is just kind of saying to the local cops like oh we're taking this over uh-huh. and uh, we'll 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 take care of her for you and they all just kind of stare at her for a little too long and are just like what the fuck yeah. It, it it and then kind of later in the movie she she's kind of like talking to the the bug expert and 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 at that point that guy's flirting with her and she's kind of throwing it back at him and stuff like that so it's kind of like her becoming more comfortable i guess with it or being able to like i shouldn't say comfortable with it cuz like i don't think anyone should have to become comfortable with someone like doubting them in the workplace or like yeah but i know what you mean yeah but like she's she's kind of like she's kind of taking it back a little bit and just uh, uh, making it her own. And she's just mm-hmm. like, well, if you can do that, then I could do it, too. Yeah. Shoves yeah. face into clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think that a lot of the time that's the best way to combat something like that. If you are tired of being hit on, you, you got to fight fire with fire sometimes and throw it back in their faces and Make men as uncomfortable as they make you. Yeah, fuck men. Yeah. Yes. As in exactly bad men, not like don't like fuck them. No, nope, all them men. Stop. Oh yes, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Yes, this is a female positive podcast. Woman, woman positive. Women love come it. first. Cammy makes twice as much as I do. Make Mark Wahlberg afraid again. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, and I. Also, like, how Clarice, like, throughout this movie, there's one scene where she says, you know, talks to uh, J- Jack Crawford and says, it it matters the way you treat me because they are going to look at you to see how to treat me. Uh-huh. But other than that, she stoically, like, she, she deals with, like, it's a part of her life and she triumphs over it. She never lets it get her down. Mm-hmm. There's not a scene of her crying, like, oh, will these men take me seriously? I hope so. It's yeah. She knows what she's going to do. The men are going to do what they're going to do. She doesn't care. And she just does her own thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, I love that. There's the the scene where she's running with her uh, other female friend, and they're quizzing each other on like police codes. Yeah, they're sweating. They're obviously exhausted. And then you see the group of men going the other way, jogging lightly, barely sweating at all. And then they all just turn and stare at their asses as they run past. Yeah, it's such a, like, look at these women working hard, doing it right. And then there's these asshole men yeah. who are just fucking around. Because especially in in a profession like that, you if you're a woman, you have to work tw- twice as hard yeah. in order to be taken seriously. Um, mm-hmm. and persevere in that career. We shall overcome. I think I have one more favorite scene. Okay. Oh, go ahead. It's the flashback when uh, it's showing her father, and then it's just like little girl Clarice Starling runs out of the house. She's like, "Dandy, dandy," and I just think I that makes me that makes me laugh every time I see, I hear it. Uh, like a little Southern girl that's just like, <laughs> "What's wrong with her voice? <laughs> look oh at that God. idiot." <laughs> Oh, but anything. Anyway, that's all I got. Yeah, that was beautiful. Her accent is so, I want to say unique in this. I mean, I'm sure it's a, an actual like regional accent, mm-hmm. but you just don't hear people talking quite like her in any in anything else I've seen. She kind of sounds like Holly Hunter in this movie. Uh, yeah. The woman who does the voice of Elastigirl, Mrs. Incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Incredibles. She kind of sounds like totally. her. Totally little bit we really should have brought up a thesaurus because 
Amazing. We're all just going to keep going around just being like, this movie is great. Triumphant. But we need new words. Big five, baby. Cornucopia. Erectile. Igloo. Yamamoto. That's a proper noun. Damn it, I lose. Oh, no. All right, I have to quit the podcast Schmagiggy. Lizard. Well, if we have nothing else to talk about, I think we should talk about the rating scale. Yes, if you guys remember Uh from last week, one to five Norman Bateses, but if this movie goes above and beyond and blows your mind in ways you can't even imagine, uh, it gets a mother, one through five, and then mother. (laughs) I'm just a happy camper. So let's go around the table here. Jarrett, what are you going to give this movie? Oh, you know, I, I took some, took a, took a lot, but at the end of the day, I, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to decline and say what? that, uh, we're not going to be, uh, offering freshman English this semester. So. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. What are we talking about? I'm just kidding. I, You're on the I, wrong page I, of the I script. I love this movie. Oh God. Oh, yellow pages are a dream. My That's bad. next week when oh. you're a guidance counselor. <laughs> oh, damn it. Fuck. Um, no, this movie is one bad mother in my book. <laughs> I'm just a happy camper. I'm going to shut my mouth because I got <clears throat> nothing else to say about it. Ew. Oh, my goodness. So you're giving it, you're giving it a mother? Oh, God. I give it one bad mother. And I'm talking oh, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Casey Anthony. This is oh, a Casey is Anthony a of all. Of that fucking, is one bad mother. Fucking, you are correct. Yes. Uh. One bad mother. Oh, so this gets the Casey Anthony award. <laughs> we are not calling it that. It is Norma Bates. Nope. What is up, Spooky Time Faithful? This is one of your hosts, J-Dog, J-Dizzle in the Hizzle. I'm here to tell you about a new little show we've got on our Patreon page patreon.com slash spooky time podcast that little show was called jazz and jay are fucking cursed here's a little taste of what you've been missing it's like if we already have an abundance of these things these like skeletons that people probably donated over time i mean what's it's literally what is what it was it said they had to go to like the science outpost or whatever it was it's almost i can't remember the exact term he used for it Mm -hmm. but there's a place where you can go and you pay the money and boom you have a skeleton and you can use the carpool lane now jazz and jay are fucking cursed our limited series taking a deep dive into the cursed films show on shutter currently streaming all five parts available now patreon.com slash spooky time podcast Give it a listen. Give it a like. Tell us what you think. Do you like these limited series? Do you like want more limited series? I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, more things coming. Possibly an Adam Sandler miniseries coming up. <laughs> Shut up! Who knows? Hopefully, it's happening. Don't worry. It'll be great. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. Enjoy. Mwah. Cammy. Now that you all know how I feel about Casey Anthony and this film, um, what where where do you rate this one? Where's it where's it coming from? This one is getting my monthly mother as well. Ooh. I'm just a happy camper. Also, I was not aware that the scale went one, two, three, four, five, and then mother. I did not know that mother was the a league of its own. I did not know that. 
So I'd like to give it, I'd like yeah. to redact my uh, rating <gasps> for American Psycho and give it a five. You had it okay. You had a four point nine last time. I gave it like a four point seven, four point nine, something like that. Um, I will give that a solid five. Yes, okay. this one gets okay. This one gets my mother. My mother Sandy. has a first name. It's Sandy. S i l e n c e o f. T h e l a n b s. It's h o m e r. H a n n i. All right, so we're sitting at two mothers coming in. No, yeah, two mothers coming in on Kyle. Two mothers. And now I feel bad because I'm not going to give it a mother. <gasps> oh, Kyle. I'm going to give it that big old five-star AAA rating, but only five stars. Okay. And only because comparing this with American Psycho, they're both perfect movies. I love them both. But American Psycho had that, that it factor where I just had to tell people about this amazing movie I stumbled upon. Okay. And this one. That's fair. Yeah. And when I, th- when I think of American Psycho, I'm like, this movie is a little bit more Kyle. It's a little kookier. Yeah. It's a little, uh, mm-hmm. it's got a little bit more gr- stubble on the on the rubble, if you know what I mean. Uh, I have to go return some videotapes. Uh, I do not uh. know what you mean. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I love it. Uh, uh. It's hip to be square, baby. Do. Hallelujah. Do. I'm, I'm annoyed now because I've been giving out the mothers like it's nobody's business. <laughs> so next week, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm giving out a mother because you just love Cammy didn't give us. us a mother. I, I that's true, and that's why my life hurts so much. Oh, jeez. Um, no. <laughs> oh, but uh, I think that uh, last week Cammy didn't give out a mother. She cheaped. She cheaped out on the mother, and now this week Kyle's cheaping out on the mother. When we get three mothers, I feel like the listener's head will explode or something. Like we'll come through the. We'll be. Well, there will be a knock at the door, and it'll be us. I about to say we have to come up with a prize for when a movie earns three mothers, the trifecta for the listeners, the viewers. Damn it! I don't know if that will ever happen. Kyle gives them one blowjob. <laughs> I can't stop at one. <gasps> no. <laughs> oh no! Oh, my uh, but I mean, I don't think I'll make you stop. I don't think we'll have any more mothers this week. I haven't seen the next two movies, but it's next In week is going to be a Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Ah uh, yes. Which is probably going to be good, but I don't think it'll measure up to these past two. You know what, Gene Siskel gave this movie the silence of the lambs two stars out of two said out of four jesus goes an idiot four right yeah it's a four four star yes. rating system right yeah. i don't fucking know anymore yep. my whole my whole outlook on rating systems has been shattered but uh so he must you mow the lawn now get out of here anyway um huh. gene siskel gave this movie two stars ebert i think gave it four or just at least more stars than mr siskel did but he said that this movie was not as realistic as henry portrait of a serial killer is so i've never seen henry but i'm excited to watch it because i don't Me too. think that he's correct but we'll see yeah go and do it with an yeah, open mind i mean when he goes when he goes full Cisco and he's like, two stars, two stars, two stars. <laughs> I like the way the movie goes. Cisco. Oh, that's a little one for the 90s kids out there. Cisco, the thong song. Wow, we're yeah, going I'm out with that tonight. To <laughs> out with the thong song? I'm just I'm kidding. Down. We don't have to do that. <laughs> no, we're going to now. You made this happen, oh, Okay. You did this to I us. I made my bed. Um, yeah. Now we got to lie in it. Oh, dear. Now you must lie in it. Oh boy! Well, this has been a fun flying sister slapping Cisco singing episode <coughs> of Spooky Time presents. 
Um, you can find me, your boy, J-Dog, J-Dizzle and the Hizzle, on Instagram at uh, uh, daddy underscore Dangerfield because your boy gets no respect. Uh, I've been tweeting a little bit more lately, been active on the twit. Uh, check me out if you want. Probably won't because you never do. Oh, I'll uh, check you Jared out. Jared underscore Miller. Oh, that's sweet, Kyle. Gabby, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. You can find me on Twitter at Crambly. You can find us as a network at uh, uh, mm, on Instagram. <laughs> there we go. Spooky Time Network. My brain is broken today and always. You can find us on Facebook if you search Spooky Time Network. You can also find us now on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. Find me, Kyle, at <laughs> Fievel Goes West, F-I-E-V-A-L Goes West, all in word, on Twitter. Uh, or if you want to find me on the Instagram and see my magic picture, uh, it's Old Man Yells at Clouds. <laughs> what the fuck is my magic picture? Go on Instagram and find out. Okay, fine. I just imagine you standing there, like, holding, like you're clutching a photo, like, you can't see. Do you want to see my magic picture? <laughs> my magic like picture. Fucking... <laughs> Cost you one oh dollar to look. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Oh, if you want to you donate silly boy. $105 to our Patreon, I will get in touch with Mr. Anthony Hopkins and ask him if he's gonna willing to do a short film with us where he dances along as he kills two police officers. Wow. Two Benny Hanna. Or not Benny Hanna, Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. I can do Irish dance. Benny Hanna. I would see Anthony Hopkins river dance. <laughs> I, oh. I would be afraid he would break his body. He's a sturdy man. Yeah, probably. He... Yeah, he's a very soft man. I feel like he would bounce. He, we could probably make a, a a lady suit out of him. He's getting there. Wow. He's not as bad as Jack Nicholson, though. Oh, that reminds me of one more thing I want to say about the movie. Uh, this is something I only got this time, and I feel like it should have been more obvious to me. When uh, Hannibal Lecter is talking to the senator, and he tells her, you know, love the suit, mm. he knows his her daughter's being made into a suit at that moment. Oh, my God. And so he's he's taunting her, but she doesn't realize it yet. And I just... You can't get that at Saks Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Ross, dress for less. No, no. Oh, that's true. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash spooky time podcast there for the price, the low, low price of $5 or more. will get you access to all of our past bonus shows, all of our past marathons and some fun new stuff coming up in the uh, in the future. Um, Kyle's got a new show, a new, a quick little, uh, fun little show where he watches the sequels of movies we've talked about on this show. So you don't have to, we're going to put that at the end of this episode tonight Yes, uh, for you to have a listen to the howling Two, uh, my sister's the... a werewolf. <laughs> I hate yes. that movie. Ah, uh, woo. My sister's <laughs> a werewolf. Yes. But like I said, $5 or more gets you access to all that fun stuff. After tonight, it's all going to be Patreon exclusive content. So get it while you get it while it's hot. Yes. So and also please give us a uh, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to us, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. uh, All those fun places, wherever you get your podcasts at, you can find us. Uh, Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh... (laughs) Don't just don't tell your parents. Oh boy, mommy can't uh, know. Yeah, nope. that's really <laughs> that's really all I have to say. I need to go home and sleep so I can have Cammy's sister put some ink on me in the morning. <gasps> oh really? Aww. Oh yeah. Fun. Have fun with that. 
I'm getting inked. Neat. Well. All right. We'll see you guys later. See you for Henry. Right here. Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Next week. Bye-bye. Sing it again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys like what, 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 all night long. Let me see that thong. Baby, that thong, that thong, thong, thong. I like it when the beat go. Baby, make your booty go. Warning, the following podcast features movies watched by professionals or under the supervision of professionals accordingly. Spooky Time Podcast and the producers insist that no one attempt to rewatch any movie or show discussed on this podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm going to start this by saying The Howling 2 is about vampires, but that's getting a little bit ahead of myself. There's a lot to say. Uh, my name is Kyle. You know that. You're probably patrons. Or maybe this episode's free for everybody. I don't know that. That's the future, and I'm in the present. What I do know is, recently, our team did an episode of our show about The Howling. I believe I said on that episode that I had a lot of trouble finding it. What with all of its many sequels and all the streaming services lying to me. What is not said in that episode is that that sparked in me a passion, a fire, if you will, and I decided that I would watch every Howling sequel. There's like seven, there are seven, I don't need to say like, there are absolutely seven. And I, I was going to fight, nothing was going to stop me, nothing, and it tried to stop me. I've been in quarantine for a while now, the walls are staring at me, my mind is losing it a little bit okay you can't hear the walls that's just me that's good the mic's not picking up the walls anyway as we as i started my quest for the howling i i got a pop-up on my ipad that's irrelevant to the story uh i decided i started with the howling 2 comma my sister is a werewolf which is a title that infuriates me because that was a bit i did on an earlier episode of Spooky Time. Who would win in a fight, part one, if you guys want to go back and look it up. It's spectacular, it's hilarious. You should look it up. Anyway, before I talk about what the movie was about, and how it's not werewolves, I want to say the horrendous journey to finding the episode. It was disgustingly hard. Let me walk you through, step by step, how I did this. Uh, my three primary sources of movies are Netflix, Amazon, and Xfinity. Netflix and Amazon do not have The Howling 2 for free, or ad-free. I think Amazon has it with ads, but that makes it unwatchable. I will not I will not watch ads. That's who I am. That's how I roll. Anyway, so I had to go to Xfinity. Now, I scroll through Xfinity and Amazon and all those for roughly two hours every single day looking for movies to watch. I watch two movies every single night. Every single night without without delay, without exception. So 
I was fairly familiar with their selection of horror movies, and I was ever so sure that The Howling 2 was available. And as I scroll through on my iPad, I see it right there. The Howling 2, My Sister's a Werewolf. And I was like, okay, this will be easy. I'll click it, or I'll bring it up on my television and I'll watch it. The Xfinity cable box will not admit that The Howling 2 is available. I have a voice command feature on the remote. I spoke the words to invoke the movie, and it, it said no results. Weird, I thought. Weird. So after that, I decided to search manually by typing in The Howling 2. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Xfinity search feature. It is a single line of letters and numbers. It is a pain to type in anything. And I frequently misspelled things and had to go back and delete everything to fix the error. So it took me a few minutes to type in The Howling 2. Still, no search results. It's getting to me now. I can feel it. So next, I decided to open up my iPad and confirm, you know, where this, what channel this movie was coming from. It was coming from a channel called Screen Picks. That's S-C-R-E-E-N, Screen Picks, P-I-C-S, or maybe it's P-I-X-S. But the point is, it's Screen Picks. So I have myself an idea. I'll search for... Ah, it's... You're going you're gonna to know in a minute why I'm having so much trouble saying this right. Screen picks. I'm going to search for it on the remote using this, the uh, voice function. And I'm just going to go through their entire list of movies until I find The Howling 2. So I tell the remote, screen picks. And it autocorrects, without even asking me, to stream flicks. S-T-R-E-A-M-F-L-I-X. Stream flicks, screen picks. Similar, and apparently not distinct enough for me to search it effectively. I try screaming at my remote a few more times to get it right. The remote's not having it. So I go back to that awful Xfinity search feature. Oh, it's my blood is my blood is boiling now and my mind is broken. Ah, and I type in screen picks one letter at a time, backspacing multiple letters because I don't realize I made a typo until eventually I get the screen picks channel and I can select it and I can scroll through their movies, and I found The Howling 2, and I hit play. God damn it. Uh, by now, my vendetta is clear. The movies, the Howling series, starting with one and continuing with two, were trying to destroy me. They were trying to break my mind. They almost succeeded, but I swore, I swore a holy oath to God and the Lord Buddha, and I said, I will watch these movies, I will watch them in order, and I will watch them now, nothing will stop me. Nothing. Oh. I feel like I'm deranged just thinking about it again. Don't worry, I'm better now. I'm finished. I've, I've succeeded in my quest. We'll, you'll hear more about the end of the quest when you get to the end of the quest. Anyway, so now you're caught up with my struggle and my, my vendetta, my raison d'etre. I don't know if that's the right term, but I like the sound of it. So I sit down and I watch The Howling 2, My Sister is a Werewolf. Starring uh, Christopher Lee, Saruman himself. Uh, he was the best part of this movie. I love him. Steal me away, Count Dooku. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you like the movie. I'm not going to tell you about the movie scene by scene. I'm not going to even summarize the plot for you. You don't care. It's a, <laughs> These... The Howling was a 3 out of 5, and each 
sequel is half of the one before it. It's half as good as the one before it. Since there are seven sequels, you can imagine how little anyone would care about these movies. All right. So The Howling 2, starring Christopher Lee, kind of. He's the wise old man. Uh, barely connected to The Howling 1 at all, they mention the, the heroine, uh, Karen White, I think her name was, and her brother comes into town and doesn't believe in her news werewolf newscast. Uh, but Christopher Lee comes in, and he's like, I'm a werewolf hunter, apparently. But they also don't want to follow any of their werewolf rules from the last movie, because now it's platinum that has to kill them, not silver. Stupid. A platinum stake through the heart. And this is where I started to suspect The Howling 2, My Sister's a Werewolf, was not about werewolves. But we're going to get more into that later. There's a coven of werewolves, uh, matriarchal, eh, woman-led, matriarchal, and they live in a castle in Transylvania. The Howling 2 is about vampires. In this castle, this woman performs rituals where she sucks the life out of young women to keep herself young forever. The Howling 2 is about vampires. Now, you're going to say to me, Kyle, you handsome devil, where can I get... Looks like yours. And I'll say nowhere. I'm unique like a snowflake. But then you'll follow up with, they literally turn to werewolves, Kyle. To which I would reply, show me the scene where they turn into a werewolf. We get some vague wolf sounds sometimes, and people are hairy at other times, even during the sex scenes. Gross. And... That is it. You do not get a transformation like in The Howling or American Werewolf. You get snippets, splashes of hair. And that's not enough to make a werewolf movie. You can't just say the word werewolf to make your werewolf movie about werewolves. Especially when they're about vampires. Ugh, these movies. Uh, some of the things that are different from this one to the last one. Uh, the last one had matriarchal themes. Um, the head of the werewolves in the last one was a lady. Uh, the head of the werewolves in this one is a lady. There's also another strong lady werewolf who you think is going to be important you think that and you're wrong um so that that follows through i guess um that's good we'll see in later movies that that is not the case um, they don't follow their werewolf rules they don't care about the full moon they hate themselves and i hate them too uh christopher lee eventually stakes queen vampire werewolf in the heart turns out it was his sister which is weird because I thought she was said to be alive for hundreds, hundreds of years. But anyway. Also, head werewolf lady fights with magic. She shoots lightning bolts and shit, not werewolf claws. And although she doesn't turn into a bat, I can tell that she's trying really hard. She wants to. That's her goal. That's her end game. Secret societies of werewolves in both of them, I guess. Although the ones in The Howling 2, My Sister's a Werewolf, aren't very secret. They kind of run their Transylvanian village. Whereas the colony was death a secret they were trying to integrate into modern life with their werewolf urges there was no beast versus man no logic versus instinct subplot in the howling to my sister's a werewolf like there was in the howling which was a bummer that was that would have been neat that was a neat part of the first one they decided that would take effort to include in our vampire werewolf movie so we're just not gonna do it we'll just have 10 minutes of topless women and people won't even tell and it almost worked mystified me been a long quarantine guys my wonderful viewers anyway what more is there to say on the howling too sets were lazy fighting was lazy i don't understand what christopher lee was doing in there because he was a treat he was a star 
And although he wasn't on the screen 24-7, which he should have been, that would have been the good choice, he was there on this subpar B-movie. Bullshit. It's a shame that he was there. Although without it, my mind probably would have broken at just how bad this movie was. And I want you guys to think I'm bullying The Howling 2, My Sister's a Werewolf, which is about vampires. Um, because I watch a lot of like just bad horror movies, and I enjoy them just fine. I've seen literally every scary movie on Netflix, and 90% of the ones on Amazon, and 75 of the ones on Xfinity. Uh, the reason I spend two hours every day going through these things looking for movies is because I've seen everything, or I, everything I haven't seen is not worth seeing. So I've gone up, I've, I've seen the highs and the lows of all these services. I know the range of movie quality, and I know that The Howling 2 just falls to the very bottom and doesn't try and pick itself back up. I didn't super like The Howling 1, but I recognize it had quality in places, whereas this, it has Christopher Lee in places, which I guess might count. I said it before, I'll say it again, he's a treat. So she, is, he, is he dead? I feel like he's not, but he very well could be. He is not a spring chicken anymore. Poor old Saruman's going gray instead of white. Get it? Actually, no, gray and white are both aged hair colors. I'm sorry about that joke, guys. The Howling 2 continues to haunt my mind with its vampires. And it really, I'm reaching here. I got nothing else to say on The Howling 2. My sister's a werewolf, even though she's a vampire. Uh, so I'm going to say, join me in the next episode. I'm probably going to sit down and record all these in the course of a week. Uh, but join me for How or The Howling 3 Marsupials, which the title tells me it's going to be hilarious and bad. The title lied to me. Just like The Howling 2, My Sister's a Werewolf, when it should have been My Sister's a Vampire. Good Goodbye, gentle werewolf vampire listeners. Ooh.